podcast. This week, I have gradually commenced my transition to decaffeinated coffee. So I took your advice. Nice, up. nice. So I ordered myself some decaf. I had to get myself another grinder because I can't, I can't mix beans across grinders. So I've got a grinder now for decaf and a grinder, my regular grinder for for caffeinated coffee. So I still do my my caffeinated shot in the morning, before and after a workout, and then after that I've been doing decaf. So to sort of give you an idea, a standard espresso shot contains, I think, anywhere between 70 to about even double that, 140 milligrams of caffeine. Mm. And decaf, anywhere from like 3 to 15. So significantly less caffeine. Uh, The recommended guidelines for the amount of caffeine that you should probably consume or no more, consume no more than 400 milligrams a day. So yeah, I was pretty sure I was going over that. (laughs) consistently for for a while i thought didn't but the uk heart foundation said you could have 25 espresso shots a day with no negative health implications i haven't read anything that is that yeah i am um, that, that recommends that kind of quantity that's insane i think i, I reckon that's bullshit if, if you um 25 cups of coffee a day if you look that up it says um up to 25 cups of coffee a day safe for heart health study finds 2nd of June 2019 it's not bad for your heart at least yeah well that's probably fine if you're drinking if you're drinking decaf because decaf still have, has caffeine oh this right? isn't decaf so though. what matters is not this is it, well, well decaf is just a name it's just it still has caffeine in it you're still drinking coffee yeah what's the difference although I do think they add other things to it well I I get the I need to check the the contents of that decaffeinated bean that I ordered, but I can smell barley, barley wheat, and barley barley wheat coffee is a good substitute for coffee. Like you can buy it like in an instant form, you just pour hot water over it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can buy it from the supermarket, and it actually it's the closest thing to coffee that I've tasted. It tastes more like coffee than than like instant coffee does. Instant coffee is just garbage. Um. So what what matters is just the amount of milligrams you're consuming a day not the number of cups Mm. sure yeah because if you were doing 25 cups at say anywhere between 70 to 150 milligrams you'd die of a heart attack it's insane you'd end up in hospital but I I think that's the um, that's the the thing is they did a study on that and some people were having 25 cups a day and they had no difference to people having 5 cups a day in their heart health that's maybe for heart health it's, it's okay but not for your stomach that's got to give you like reflux and stomach issues after a while for sure how does that work is it an s an acidity thing yeah yeah my brother-in-law was having issues yes. whenever like he because he used to work at night so he used to take a three liter bottle of coffee um and he used to drink that in one night and he instead like, of water Instead of any liquid, yeah. Well, that's the and, problem, isn't it? That yeah, he's yeah. not having any water. Well, like, yeah, p- possibly. But he I, I still having... drink two, three liters of water a day, but I'll have two, at least two whole plunges of coffee a day, like eight cup plunges. Mm. That's crazy. I don't know. He ended up getting uh, that much reflux and stuff. Yeah. Okay. It wasn't wasn't good for him. Okay, I think. Yeah. Uh, let, 
I just found something here about that particular study. Yeah. And it says, researchers from Queen Mary University conducted the study with more than 8,000 people in the UK, causing a stir due to the large sample size and its supposed findings, which contradict several previous studies on how much coffee is safe to drink. Pair these factors with improper reporting and we're faced with a telephone game of inaccurate assumptions about coffee consumption. So... Real details from the study, the study actually excluded people who drank more than 25 cups of coffee a day. This is explicitly stated by the Queen Mary University researchers who set three categories for participants' coffee consumption. Less than a cup a day, one to three cups a day, more than three cups a day. The average among this group was five cups a day. Then researchers compared the data from the less than a cup participants to the other two groups clearly excluding outliers next they overlaid the findings on heart imaging data for these patients using this method researchers found no difference in arterial stiffness a heart attack and stroke risk factor among participants regardless of whether they drank more or less so they're just drawing bullshit conclusions Mm. so what are the other studies show yeah the conclusion is well i have yet to come across a study that says that drinking lots of coffee is good for you most of them say you should consume around this amount. So, you know, a couple of cups a day, no more than a few. But, you know, when I was speaking to my nutritionist earlier this week, she said 400 milligrams is, is the current yep. uh, literature. Yep. So, you kind of don't really want to go too much above that. What's the negative side effects? Loss of sleep, um, heart palpitations, insomnia, thickness of arteries, headaches. Irritability, yeah. frequent urination. It just really messes your yeah dehydrations. One, um, all those things describe your heart rate. It elevates your heart rate. All those things describe me before I started drinking coffee. Well, how much coffee are you drinking a day? Oh, it's like, like um, it's I like have four like probably cups. No, I said two no? plungers. Said but two each plunger plunge? has, okay. but cups. each plunger, it's like there's. Eight cup plungers, like the big plunger. Ah, uh, yeah, the that's... big plunger. Yeah, how much coffee do you put in it, though? But that's the thing. I'm only just my grinder is one of those like pocket, those little grinders that you have a little mm. spinning blade, and I just fill the lid of that up with beans. I just just a full one of those. How many tablespoons? Any idea? Oh, I could measure it, but it's probably I'd say three tablespoons. It's not a lot. I don't think I have a lot. It's fairly watered down. Three tablespoons. Oh, I'd have to. I'd have to measure it. I'd have to measure it. I go through about a kilogram of coffee a week. So I'm joking. That's, that's probably only. That's kind so of so three lot. tablespoons. I was joking. I don't go through a kilo. It's, it's probably no more than four shots. Like, so that's probably two long blacks. That's about four espresso shots, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon I have about... Every plunger is about four espresso shots, yeah. And I have about two... On average, two of those a day. Two of those giant pots. That's like four long blacks. That's probably okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. It might be more than that. I don't know. Sometimes I double extract it. If I feel like having more, I'll just put more boiling water in it and stir it and let it sit for a minute and drink it again. I've actually cut back to one coffee a day, one in the morning. Then the rest of the yeah. time I drink water. 
See, I, I drink so much water anyway. I don't really have a coffee without having a giant water nearby. I'm always drinking so much water. Mm. I'm practically a fish. Do fish drink water or they they are they live in water? They they live in water, so Yeah, I've been I mean I I've been uh I've quit coffee from time to time over the years. But I'm back on it hardcore right now. What's the purpose of quitting, of, of going to decaf, Joe, instead of just cutting it out completely? My resting, no, I need it. I definitely need it. Like, I, it, it helps a lot with training in the morning. Um, just um, just cognitive, uh, the boost, the cognitive boost you get from it. But I just drink too much. And it's not because I need it. It's because I like it. Mm. So, because I like drinking coffee, I just need to do something about the caffeine. So, I'm giving decaf a go. Yeah. And it's it's not bad if you if you if you prepare it properly. Yeah. So I should quit again soon. Yeah. Honestly, I, I think I think when you start once you start getting headaches when you don't drink coffee, that's your body telling you that you should scale back a bit. Oh, that's always. Yeah. It's actually the opposite. It's your body telling you, "No, give me some more." Because <laughs> yeah. you well, haven't yes, given me yes, enough. Yeah, it's saying <laughs> it's we need you more coffee that, right? in our blood. Yeah, I'm on an IV drip of coffee just going straight into my balls. Just a needle right into my balls. Feeding it in. <laughs> Dripping it through. So, that's been my week on the decaf. Yeah. And I'm enjoying it. No, I need more detail though. How much are you scaling in? So, I'm down to three shots a day now for the past week. Of decaf? No, no, no. Of just regular coffee. Oh, okay. And then I'm pr- probably throwing in there another two or three cups of um, of decaf. What's the plan? So, oh, I want to get down to one. So, an espresso shot in the morning and that's it. Yeah. Just a single, single shot espresso. Okay. Juicy. So, that's the real benefit. Any any more shots after that, I, I my body doesn't really need it. Um. And it's it's easier here when I'm when I'm at home when it's when I'm at work like you know people say oh let's go get a coffee so you go get a coffee and then you know I never order decaf I just get regular ones so then you end up drinking more so from now on I'll just start ordering decaf instead. Yeah. Alf, how was your week? Yeah, week was all right. Pretty slow, pretty easy. It's easy to be at home and slack a bit, but you know. Did you right. watch Redline? I did watch Redline, yeah. Freaking crazy. How was it? Hectic. Yeah? I would call it. Pretty pretty good new I love, I love the animation. It? I love the animation. Yeah. Like the style of it. Beautiful. Mm. Uh, mm. The story was good as well. I felt maybe it went a bit too long. At, like it, at the end of it, I thought, you know, if it, it could have been shortened a bit. In some areas, but overall, I thought it was really good, really well done. Yeah, it's very, very crazy sci-fi world, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Very Japanese. Yeah, I recommended it to my brother. He's I um, he love it. Cool. I sat down to watch it, but I uh, fell asleep. I was tired. <laughs> How far did you get in? Like five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. Then I was just knocked out. Yeah. 
it's it's worth the watch. You watch the time. I was yeah, no, I was seriously tired. I'll go back and watch it. Did you watch anything else <laughs> this week, either of you? Yeah, yeah. The so I don't know if you're familiar with Power, which is a fifty. Oh yes, TV series on Stan. So what I think they they were up to seven episodes of the new one, Raising Canaan, which is like a young version of Fifty Cent and Raising Canaan, and just smashed through it because it was very good. Yeah, so Hong and I got into that. Enjoyed that a lot, actually. That's on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Yep. Worth the watch also. Did you ever see the movie New Jersey Drive? No. What movie? No. New Jersey Drive. No. That's a good movie. That's what it reminds Who's me of. Who's in it? Because that was set in New York and New Jersey. Uh, unknown actors. I don't think there's anyone there that... Let me look that up. New Jersey Drive. It's from 95. Oh, yeah, New Jersey Drive from 95. 1995. I hadn't seen that. By director Nick Gomez. Yeah, there are no actors in there that are... Yeah. Donald Faison is in it. He's from Scrubs. Um... Who is that guy? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. He's one of his buddies. That's about it. Oh, Heavy D. Heavy D's in it. D- Hilarious. <laughs> Briefly. Briefly, yeah. Hilarious D. Love Heavy D. Yeah, I don't, I don't know anyone else on there. Oh, there's a there's an actor in that. He's actually a pretty good actor. Um, Gabriel Cassius. Yeah. As midget. He's a good actor. As midget, yeah. Yeah, no idea. I watched the first five minutes of the Sarah Connor Chronicles on 7 Plus streaming. You didn't like it? Was it terrible? Um, what? No, no, I, like I'm, I'm going to watch all of it. That's the one with... I'm going to watch all of it. Lena, River from... Lena Hetty, the girl yeah, from yeah. Dread, yeah. the bad guy from Dread. Yeah, I'm gonna watch all of it. Yeah, and Game of Thrones. And it's also got the chick out of um. Yeah, she's in Game of Thrones too. Serenity. Yeah, the girl from Serenity. Apparently, I haven't got up to that yet. Someone told me about yep. it. Someone spoiled it for me. River. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it a go and um, try and be end. forgiving and watch it and see if it's all right. Have you guys seen it? I have. I have it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Have I thought it was okay. It, it could have been better, um, but you know, in, in terms of a series, it it did okay. Yeah. What I've heard is it's not perfect, but it's a lot better than the movies. Yes. Because you know there's fucking four sequels to Terminator 2 now. Yes. Like in a lot of ways, in my mind, I feel like Terminator 2 is the movie. Terminator 1 is a prequel now. It's like an origin story of Terminator 2. And everything comes off Terminator 2. You know? Yeah. Disney's got all those movies now. Disney Plus. I'm, I'm loving Disney. They've got... Yeah, they've got heaps of. Um, they haven't got any like of the Terminator. They've got all the aliens, all the predators. They've got, they've got all the Terminators. They don't have all. No, they don't. They've got one Terminator film. Terminator. They got the new one with Sarah Connor. That's it. I looked Salvation. it up last night. Oh, I looked wow. it up last night. It's not a question. I'm saying I was looking for them on Disney. I was like, oh, they've got all the predators and the aliens. They're going to have Terminator. I looked it up to watch them, and they didn't have it. 
and I was looking everywhere. Stan has Terminator 1, Terminator 2 and all those other ones. And then uh, Disney only have the brand, brand new one with Arnie and... Uh, who plays Sarah Connor? What's her name? What's the actress's name? Which one? Sarah Connor. From Terminator 2. Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, Linda Hamilton. Linda Hamilton. Yeah, so Disney have the Terminator with the, the new Terminator with Linda Hamilton in it. That's all they've got on star on their stars section of the Disney Plus app. That's You're right. And that's why that's how I found the Terminator the Sarah Connor Chronicles was I was looking just for any Terminator stuff and found that Seven Plus had the series series one and series two of that. Anyway, it looks, I mean, obviously it's lower budget than the movies, but that mm. doesn't matter as long as the story's all right. No, it's good. It's good. It's, um, I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't, it wasn't perfect, but it was watchable. Yeah. Yeah. Certainly more watchable than the last movie. There's, um, I haven't seen any of the new movies. Oh, don't, don't even After bother. the third don't. one, I haven't watched any. Yeah, don't bother. That's a good thing. They're uh, awful movies. I uh, finished... It's just cringy, man. The it's so cringy. Why do they have to make them so cringy? Make a shit movie, sure, but don't make it cringy. Well, they don't, they don't know what they're that doing, Jack. worse. <laughs> if they knew how to make it not cringy, they'd do it. They just don't know how. They all go to... They hire all these people in the studio system who've been to movie schools, you know, film schools. And film schools, they idolize stuff like Steven Spielberg... You know, and what does Steven Spielberg do? Fucking War Horse, you know, which is about a horse and war, I guess. Like, what? <laughs> and then you show the trailer for that you and it's it. like 50 horses all standing up at once under a blanket in the battlefield. And you're like, what? When would that happen in real life? Like Steven Spielberg's Spielberg. the cheesiest director of all time and most film schools just idolize him. You know? Spielberg. Steven Spielberg, what a piece of shit. Anyway. He's uh, done some good movies. Oh, well, has he though? Uh, uh, let's go through his list. Mm. Yeah, let's let's Where rank. Let's go start. through Steven Spielberg's filmography, whether we've seen it or not, and what we thought of it. So, directed features, Emblem, never seen it. Never seen it. Jewel. And this is in chronological Never order. Never seen it. Jewel, haven't seen it. The Sugarland Express, no. Jaws. Jaws. So long ago, I can I've seen it. it. Can I just say, Jaws is um, iconic because it's famous. If you just saw it and it wasn't Jaws, you'd be like, what is this trash? It's just some trashy, um, like, water-based slasher film, basically. There's nothing special about Jaws. It's just a garbage yeah. 70s film. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Never seen it. Saw that a long time ago. Oh, I like that and movie. And can barely remember it. That's got a young uh, Drew Barrymore, doesn't it? No, E.T. has She's Drew Barrymore. E.T. E. You sure? Yes, 100%. Or are you I thinking think... of um, Firestarter? I'm thinking of... Um, yes, Firestarter. Yeah, Firestarter. Yes. Go on. Yeah. 
Raiders of the Lost Ark. Good, but it's a machine That's film. A good one. Like it's a. Um, he was like a. I don't know. I don't. I don't give him credit for Indiana Jones being good. E.T. the extraterrestrial. Can I just say, maybe the most overrated film I've ever heard of. Can't stand that movie. It's boring. It's annoying. The acting's average. And everyone talks about how iconic it is. What's iconic about it? Thoughts? Well, it hadn't been done before, had it? I can... I can barely remember it. But I haven't gone back to watch it again, so... No, that's the thing. Everyone Personally, raves about it. It's like, how, it's when, a... how often do you want to watch it? Never. And when you do put it on, you're like, fuck, this is boring. It's a boring movie. At the, well, Twilight at the time, time, it was good. That's the next one. Because it hadn't been done was before, it? right? Oh. Well, it did, it did pretty well. Original. It did well. I didn't say it didn't do well, and it wasn't like oh, high, heavily promoted. It doesn't hold up. That's a, well, Obviously, it doesn't hold up, yeah. A lot of movies hold up. It doesn't. Alien, made before that, holds up. It's not about when it was done. Hmm. It's just a shit movie. Made by a shit director. <laughs> <laughs> What's after that, Jeff? So you said, you said Twilight Zone. I haven't. The Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. Twilight. The movie. Yeah, Twilight Zone. The movie. Did he the just movie. direct uh, one bit of that, or what's the story with that? Uh, so that's a nineteen eighty-three movie. But that was like so yeah, a, he directed that. He would have done one skit, maybe. Like they had a lot of different directors on that. Uh, there are different segments. Yeah, so there's four different directors in it. Actually, I do, I do remember watching that. It's actually all right. Yeah, they basically because you know the Twilight Zone TV show. They basically took all the most famous short film from that and made them into like a collection. Yeah, I I might go back and watch that because I do remember it being pretty good. And the other one that was good was um sorry let me just quickly Google something so I don't forget I think it was Tales Tales from the Crypt they did like a movie of it that was also really good anyways all right so going back to his filmography Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom which is probably my favorite one yeah I like I mean they're all good in their own way they've all got good bits and bad bits they're all hugely insanely racist if you look back at them. Someone was pointing out to me recently how insane it was that that film is rated PG and there's a dude who has his heart ripped out. <laughs> and you see yeah, the heart is pretty crazy. being held in the air and it's yeah. still beating. They eat monkey brains. They, they got away with a lot. It's pretty full on. Yeah. Good. Fuck uh, it. 85, he did The Colour Purple. I haven't seen that. It's trash. It's trash. I saw that. Pandering yeah, race is trash. Yeah. Yeah. 87 he made Empire of the Sun I don't think I've seen that haven't seen it 89 he did Always haven't even heard of it is. then he did in 89 he did Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade which I really like as yep. well with Sean Connery yep I've got uh, a Sean Connery 91 he did Hook yeah Hook cheesy I haven't I think I saw Hook once. Hook's got some Hook good one. bits because Robin Williams is Jurassic awesome. Jurassic Park in 93. But it's cheesy as. He Jurassic was awesome. Park. What, like was after, what was after Hook? Jurassic Park. 
uh, after Hook, he did Jurassic Park in '93. Oh yeah, let's talk about Jurassic Park for a minute. Arguably, I would say his best work because it has like it's when you watch it, it's one of the I would say it's it's it holds up. When did you last watch it, Alf? Um, maybe last year sometime. In '93. No, maybe last year sometime. <laughs> it held up really well in '93. I enjoyed it. I've heard, I've, I've seen I it twice it. this year, and it's just insane. He's like, we spent no expense on the park, except for on the IT security, where we hired a crim a known criminal and stiffed him on the bill. <laughs> Underpaid a known criminal for no reason. To do the entire That's computer it? electronics and IT security in, in, and like the, the lighting and gave him access to the whole park. They so, hired Newman in the movie. Yeah, Newman. They're like, yeah, yeah, they everything's great. Yeah. The park's yeah. perfect. We spared no expense except for computers and and security and lighting and electricity. We'll just trust this one dude who we got at bargain basement prices. And then when he asks for more money because he's working overtime, tell him no. And so he tries to leave on a boat on a Friday afternoon for no reason. Like, that movie's fine, but all the drama is manufactured. Like, the little kid is just shining yes, a torch yes. at the T-Rex for no reason. Absolutely. Why did they turn the torch on? That's what I'm saying. The whole because movie, though, movie. You, I watch it. No, 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 no. I know your movies <laughs> you have good stuff in them. This one has bad stuff in it. Jeff Goldblum, I love. Sam Neill, I love. Laura Dern, I don't understand why she's in movies. Ah. Uh-huh. Actually, can I just talk about Sam Neill for a second? Yeah, go. I uh, yesterday I watched um, the Hunt for Red October. Yeah. Now that is a great fucking movie. Mm. The acting in it. Look, let me let me let me bring up the um. Or look it up. Google, it's it's Google very the, watchable. The acting actors. The list. cast list is insane. Such. A can you yeah. get a bit closer to your mic, Joe? Sorry, is that better? Uh, a little bit, yeah. It's it's actually not not this mic. It's it's my headphones. What do you mean? Alf said he had some problems before as well. Oh. Because the microphone that you're hearing me on is oh, coming okay, on my yeah, headphone. Yeah. And uh, I can't do anything about that because... That makes sense. Um, oh, the, so some of the casts the cast. for some of those movies are just outrageous. The Cunt for Red October. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of this episode, Joe. The C Star Star T for Red October. Hashtag. <laughs> we can get creative with that. Yeah. Um, where C V, uh, whatever. Hashtag T. The cunt for Red October. Hold on, I really want to bring up this cast. Here we go. Full Sean cast. Sean Connery. Alec Baldwin. So Sean Connery, Alec Baldwin, a young ballot. Yeah, a yeah. young Alec Baldwin. Yeah. He's really good in that. Scott Glenn. Who's awesome? Sam Neill, James L. Jones, uh, Tim Curry, Tim Curry, yeah. Stellan Skarsgård. He's obviously playing the Baron in Dune. Um, Jeffrey Jones, Anthony Peck. Huh. Anyways, if you go through that list, I know it's a very, very impressive you'll cast. Recognize I started watching it three months ago. I'd never seen it before. I haven't finished it yet, but I did start it. 
Richard Jordan. I mean, yeah, he was in... Was he in Bond? He might have been one of the Bonds. Yeah, great movie. So, let's keep going through it's, uh, it's Spielberg's probably... list. So, then he made... Same year. Sorry, go ahead, Alf. I was going to say, it's probably... It's a very watchable movie because it has... It has a, like a good balance of believability. Uh, great acting, obviously. Um, a good cast. It's it's and it holds up. The accent work is mm. amazing. Sean Connery's Russian is incredible. Yes, yes, very very good. <laughs> his Scottish Russian, but apart his from scrush, that, it's a very watchable, very entertaining. No, yeah, I, I love how he's he he just he just commands the the screen man. Like it, the fact that he he can't even be bothered to put like a you know he doesn't like a need to because yeah, Russian accent. It. Just goes to show how good he is. He's a star, yeah. Yeah. He's a king among men. Scott Glenn is a great actor. Who? Who is Scott Glenn? He's also in that. So he's done... He's done a shit ton of movies. But he's... Look him up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I always think of him as the bus driver from... uh, The bus driver from Sucker Punch. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep, he's in that. He's good. I, I when I th- see him, I always think of um. Uh, Buffalo Soldiers. Well, he's with, in Apocalypse now too, Phoenix. isn't he? Yes. All right. Should I continue with that list? The cast. Steven Spielberg. Schindler's, Schindler's list. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen Shinji's No. Lost? I've seen enough movies about movie. World War Two. Uh, yeah, I've seen it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. The Lost World. Lost World, yeah. Then he did yeah, Jurassic World. Yeah, Jurassic, Jurassic World Park two and two. Forgettable, yeah. Amistad in ninety seven. That's some racist shit. Remember in Scary Movie, they go to the theatres and the trailer for Armistad 2 is playing and he's like, I'm king of the world! And then they whip him. (laughs) It's hilarious. I I haven't seen that. (sighs) Scary Movie 1. I remember when we... I think... I think you'd just come back from the States, Chris. Yeah, I saw it in America in the States and I said, we have to watch this straight away. We have to go watch that. And then we, we ended up going to Hoyt's... On the weekend, whenever it was, we laughed it, so man, hard. I dude. was in tears. I'd seen it because it was just before I came back from America, and then I came back and it was still playing out here. So funny, it's hilarious. I um, there was an interview. Marlon Wayne's was being interviewed by Carmelo Anthony, the basketball player, on his interview show recently, <clears throat> and there were some really interesting stories there. I don't want to, but I don't want to retell them now. But if you're looking for something to watch. It's pretty interesting seeing a 50-year-old Marlon Wayans being interviewed by a basketball superstar talking about stories when Keenan The Wayans were like, good, man. What? The Wayans brothers were awesome. <clears throat> I really liked uh, Damon Wayans. Damon, Keenan, Sean. Uh, I know, but he was talking about the pressure that comes with that and how you had to work your ass off just to be half as good as your older brothers. It's kind of a crazy... Like, he was only... He was talking about how when Keenan was sending back 
copies of the I'm Gonna Get You Sucker script and they were sleeping on a on a bed with no sheets. Him and Sean sharing a bed in the middle room with no sheets. That's how poor they were still. Because Keenan was over in Hollywood just trying to make it. And he was sending them the script and they would proofread it and then take notes and send him all the... Get on the payphone down in the street at nine o'clock at night to LA talking to telling him which bits they liked and which bits they didn't and then he flew them out for this um for the filming and gave them extra roles when they were like 10 and 11 trying to get them ready to make movies when they were older like training them so crazy it's to a think huge about family all that stuff and then damon just got so famous yeah yeah damon was good um bulletproof how crazy is In Living Colour? Pretty funny. How crazy is the cast for In Living Colour? In Living Colour was awesome. Fucking all the Wayneses yep. and then you've got um, fucking Jamie Foxx and Jim Carrey. Jim, Jim Carrey, yep. Like if you're going to get a token white guy, getting Jim Carrey to be a token white guy is the funniest thing. <sighs> Alright, next one. Um, If you want, yeah. Saving Private Ryan. Oh, yeah. Then he did. Can I just make a comment about Saving Private Uh, Ryan? It's a great example of what happens when you send 25 models to war. (laughs) Models? The whole cast list. They're all these good-looking, well-spoken, like, 25-year-olds. You think so? Yeah. Aren't they all good-looking? Well... Tom Hanks, Matt Damon, I don't, I don't. Tom Sizemore, Edward Burns, yeah, Vin Diesel. Oh. They're all they're there. all pretty good looking guys. I love how when you try to search for Saving Private Ryan, unless you type unless you um, type in private properly, they go, "We've got no movies that match that at all." They can't even like fucking. Fix up a couple of letters. Search engine's a joke. Far out, man. Back in 98, that made 480 million at the box office. That's huge. Yeah, listen listen to this cast list, dude. This is insane. You got Max Martini, male model. Dennis Farina, male model. Ted Danson. We all know about Ted Danson. Fucking Giovanni Ribisi, Adam Goldberg, Ed Burns, Matt Damon, Vin Diesel, Jeremy Davies. Paul Giamatti's not. That's an, that's like the exception that proves rule. Dylan Bruno, Barry Pepper, Tom Sight. It's just... Anyway, I just remember watching it going, where are all the ugly, badly spoken people? That- this is like model poets. Anyway. That's uh, that's super weird, Chris. It's a glamorizing war movie. That movie it glamorizes the war by making them all good-looking, well-spoken people instead of scared young kids. Anyway, go on, go on. Have you have you seen it? Um, I've seen bits and pieces. I couldn't watch the whole thing. <laughs> I had to turn it off. I'm just not a big in American military propaganda. That's all. You know what I'm saying. What's next? What's next? I've, uh, I've lost the page. Hold on a sec. The Unfinished Journey. Oh, that's a documentary. Uh, next is Artificial Intelligence. <laughs> Which was great. Uh, that was terrible. Yeah. 
Minority Report. I was very disappointed by that. That's not too bad. I enjoyed that. Well, catch me if you can. Can I just say uh, Minority Report wins the award for the worst hand acting in the world for Tom Cruise's controlling the computer with the air gestures with his controlling his. Anyway, <laughs> go on. Catch me if you can. How good is Tom Hanks and, and Crystal Walken in that movie? Yeah, it's a really good movie. In fact, just going through this this year, that's probably his best. Well, it would be if Leo years. wasn't in it. Yeah, we know how you feel about Leo. All right, The Terminal, two thousand and four. I love that. That's that's seen. his best movie. That's his best movie. Have you seen it? Tom Hanks, it's so right. good. It's all right. And Stanley Tucci. Haven't seen. He builds. It. He builds the fountain. Alf. He builds the fountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's all right. He built. He built. He fucked Catherine Zeta Jones. It's all right. He fucks Catherine Zeta Jones, dude. Yeah, it's all right. She's all right. CZT. Anyway, they named this um, CZT transmission automatic after Catherine Zeta Jones because uh, Tom Hanks fucked her in <laughs> the terminal. Uh, gotcha. Next. War of the Worlds. Oh yeah, trash. I really like that. Oh really? I thought you didn't like it. I liked it. Okay. No. I've seen it a couple of times. It was alright. I go back and watch it every now and then. I liked it. What else? Munich? Uh, Munich. Munich. Which I think I saw once. That's got... um. Eric Banner. Eric Banner in yeah. it. Indiana Jones? And the so King of the Crystal Skull? So shit. I haven't seen that. Don't you don't bother. I heard it was terrible. Horrible. That's Steven Spielberg in a nutshell. Modern modern Steven Tintin? Spielberg. The Adventures of Tintin. Tintin was garbage. Haven't seen it. Then then Warhorse, which we've covered. <laughs> Chris's favourite. Lincoln, absolute unwatchable trash. I've never seen Warhorse. I haven't seen Lincoln. I haven't seen Bridge of Spies. I don't think I've seen Bridge of Spies. Have I seen that? It's a sequel to Bridge of, Bridge of Jones' Diary. No? Written it by isn't. Matt Charman and the Cohen brothers. It's a sequel to Bridges Jones' Diary, yeah? Uh, the BFG. That's a Roald Dahl book, yep. isn't it? Yep. It is. Yep. It uses that weird animation, like Tintin, I think. Mm. He blows um, He blows a dream out of a trumpet into a little girl's ear. Then he did The Post in 2017. I haven't seen that either. Mm-mm. Ready Player One. Was garbage. Yep. The book was awesome, and that was just a very weak movie. Uh, West Side Story in 2021, yeah. and then in 2022, he's doing The Fablemans. Yeah. yeah. So, pretty much garbage. Just a garbage director. <laughs> he's he's produced a lot of um. 
lot of big movies too. Yeah, I wonder what that actually means. Like the executive producer just means paid for it, doesn't it? Makes money decisions. Yeah. Like puts the money in. I don't know. Not necessarily paid for it. It's just the person entrusted to manage the... Oh, but he's not making... He's not the 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 on on-set guy making money calls day to day. That's the producer producer. Like Lawrence Bender is Tarantino's yeah, get... producer and he's on set every day like a director, whereas a executive producer is the boardroom, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd see him as the guy who goes out and gets the gets the money, like from investors and stuff. Does all the board yeah. stuff. Spielberg? What? Yeah, he's, he's credited as, as executive producing a number of films. He's credited as executive producing 181 different things, including like 30 or 40 different TV shows. Yeah. Okay, so according to this definition, the executive producer is the person who sources and secures the financing for a film production, either through an independent financing company, through a studio, or by financing it themselves. The executive producer. So that's what I think it is. That last bit he puts money to complete the. He project. invests in a lot of stuff through his product through Amblin Entertainment. He's look, that's his company, right? Amblin. Uh, no so idea. he gets an exec yeah, producer on everything they produce. That would make more sense because there's too many things there for him to be actively involved in it, surely. Amblin Entertainment. Maybe he just drinks a lot of coffee. <laughs> Maybe he drinks 25 cups a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Amblin is his shop, is it? That's the one with a kid on the, the yeah, AT yeah. kit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. Did you guys ever watch The Goonies? No, yes. I've never seen it. That's a, that's a Spielberg, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, he he wrote the story. Look, as a kid, that was awesome. I'm I'm not I haven't gone back to watch it in thirty it's years. Bit, I don't know how well scary, it's aged, yeah. but as a kid, I remember loving that. I've, I have no idea what it's about. You I've never a, seen it. Check out the cast. You'll you'll laugh at the cast. Sean Astin, I knew he was in it. Jeff Cohen, I didn't know. Josh Brolin, I didn't know. Corey Feldman, I knew was in it. Yep. Uh, Martha Plimpton. These are all just models. This is just glamorizing teenage um, fantasy. They're all just well-spoken <laughs> models. Um, yeah, Robert Davy is a beautiful man. Robert Pantoliano. Who's he again? Oh, yeah. He's the, no, the police Davies. chief. Joe Pantoliano is the... Out of Bad Boys. He's in The Matrix. And he's the, the trader yes. in The Matrix. There's a new Matrix. You guys seen the trailer? Yeah, The Matrix. No. Resurrections. You haven't seen the new trailer, Matrix? Joe, pull it up right I, now. I, I want to hear a live reaction. That That's what we're doing right now. All right. It's called The Rematrix. All right. <laughs> the Rematrix. Thank you. Good. I was waiting for the good reaction on that. It's a fucking killer joke. It's a killer it line, isn't. and it's very funny and poignant. What? So it's ridiculous. A soft reboot of a film that he was already in. All right, I'm watching it now. Fuck you. No. Ah, <laughs> uh, we should have started watching it all at the same time. We should have. We could have. 
Could have used the could, watch together you could feature. Could have on the watch party. Yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet. So, someone I know uh, said they thought the trailer was a a Saturday Night Live sketch for a while. (laughs) For the first minute or so. And I'm like, yeah, it does look like a joke. That speaks highly of Saturday Night Live. Because they do pretty good skits. Well, it speaks badly of the movie, but it it speaks speaks highly of of their, their work. Can't do both. It's either good or it's bad. Depends on how you interpret right? it. Right? Depends on how you interpret it. And I interpret it the way I said. What do you think, Joe? Talk us through it. Joe, you need I'm to talk still... us through this. Hold on. What did you think of it, Alf? I, um... <sighs> I hope it's better than 2 and 3. Well, it can't um, be worse. My, um, it, it really can. It really can be worse. No, I mean, those two are as bad as movies get, though. High-budget movies that have the same cast, and they're just absolute trash. I downloaded the Matrix, the animated one. The, the Animatrix. Animatrix. The Animatrix. That's one of my oh, favorites. It was $5 on iTunes. I got yeah. that. That's Have great it? because it's like the Star Wars video games. Yeah, I've seen it ages ago. I just downloaded okay. it so I could watch it again. It's like the Star Wars video games in the 90s where they were given free reign in a nice universe and no one was there to ruin it. Mm. You know? They basically said, hey, creative people, make something good. And they went, yeah, cool. Yeah. What do we have to do? And they go, make something good. And that was it. That was the remit. Do something good. As opposed to do something that ticks all these boxes. Joe, thoughts? I like... Oh, go on. I was going to say, I like the, the concept of Almost it because said. of the Matrix because they they built a world and let people loose in it. Like, you know, uh, the, the animation companies that did the Animatrix. The uh, the people that did the game, okay. the Matrix. Mm. Mm. Um, there was some comics as well about it. And just, mm. yeah. They, they built a world and just let people play in it. Yeah. Joe, thoughts on the trailer? Okay, my my thoughts, it looks like just rehashing Matrix 1. Yeah, it looks like a remake, yeah, right? They're trying to yes. spin it as some kind of a... Yeah, just trying to spin it as some kind of... Like a, a, an alternate permutation of what happened in the first one. But really, it's just the re-Matrix. I don't know, man. Right? It's not adding... It's not adding anything. No. It's just a soft reboot. There's nothing in that trailer that in. Yeah. Yeah. It's their way because if it goes really well, they'll then do a sequel that is completely different to the old sequels. And try and re... I'll still go watch it. Oh, everyone's going to watch it. But he looks like he does in the new Bill and Ted movies. Movie. So it's like The Matrix, Face the Music. That new Bill and Ted is fucking... Terrible. <laughs> oh my god, it's so bad. Yeah, I, it's didn't, abominable. I didn't enjoy it. I didn't enjoy it. Oh, 
It was so boring. It was so like, who cares? What is going on? They're like, oh, our daughters have to play weird music instruments even though they've never played music before. And to save the universe? Mm. And you're like, how? What? No, I don't know. I love the first two Bill and Ted movies. They should have They're just epic, done... But... They should have made the second Renaissance into a film. What's that? That would have been amazing. What's that, Jeff? Did you ever watch The Animatrix? Yeah, I've got it. With the robots? Yeah, so it's it's in that. Oh, one of the cartoons. Yeah, so part yeah, yeah. one and two, which just talks about the the war. Yeah. So the, the beginning invention of AI, um, how they became you know part of society, and then the war. Which is <laughs> oh yeah, they could. Um, it's basically the 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 Butlerian Jihad from June. Yeah, there's a lot of yeah. it's stole a lot of that stuff stolen. I think they'd get in trouble if they tried to turn it into a feature. Mm. They were able to sneak it into like short films because people are like, oh yeah, short films are just copies of things anyway. But if they've released a feature film with those exact storylines, they'd be like, hang on a second, we're suing you. I reckon. The, we'll see. Uh, the machine war. Anyway, it would be interesting. It's an interesting world. That's why I, it's annoying when they keep on making these bad, like, alien or predator films when there's so much they could be doing in those worlds. <laughs> there's so much fruitful, like, existence and or Terminator. Like, It's weird, isn't it? They just keep making... It's weird because, I mean, it, when they play it safe yeah, and they, they make something that's just going to make money... But then they just, you know, then they just make trash, like stuff that just flops and loses money. Mm. Yeah, it's weird. Like, did Prometheus or Covenant make any? Did they make a profit? I don't they know, but I don't to, really you know, trust to keep them. making them. They, they, they were successful enough that they, but, you know. You know there's certain rules with copyright that if you don't use the property, then you forfeit oh, the you property. Lose, yeah. Have you heard of that? Spider-Man. Yeah, so that's one Sony, reason Sony they yeah, that's one reason they keep making oh, no, this look, stuff. So Prometheus, 2012. Prometheus, 120, $130 million budget apparently, and box office $400 million. I s- And I think that would have just been the anticipation. I struggle to see Covenant, how that movie Covenant cost $120 million. It's an animated film. I can believe it. 90% of it's animated. What costs $120 million? Back then it cost a hell of a lot more than what it does now to make those kind of effects. So yeah, look, Covenant made Covenant was ninety seven, one hundred and eleven million, just say one hundred and ten million, and then two hundred and forty at the box office. So it still made money. The the A name lot. alone makes money. Mm. Yeah, people are so desperate for it to be great. What about Terminator? Surely they've killed that. They've fucked with that so much. Terminator 2 is such a great movie. My brother had that on the other day and my dad comes and just accidentally goes, oh, is that Terminator 2? And we'll sit down for an hour and watch it. It's one of the great films of all time, Terminator 2. Mm. It's so good. It creates such an amazing world. And Edward Furlong is such a fucking superstar that everyone just keeps trying to recapture that magic. It's like, hey, kid, your movie's amazing, didn't you know? It's somehow funny without making your, your fun. Mom's a, your mum's a psycho. Yeah. Your mum's a psycho, didn't you know? Hey, kid, your mum's a psycho. 
Didn't you know? It's like everything you've been brought up to believe is all made of bullshit. Dude, I could I could just quote the entire freaking <laughs> How does it start? Movie, man, What's the opening so line? Times. <clears throat> uh three billion lives. So the opening sequence is Yep. It's Sarah Connor saying a billion lives or two billion lives. Yep. I think it's two billion. And then it cuts into the uh well, yeah, are John, we talking the extended the version or are we talking the original version? There is only one version, Chris. No, no, no. The extended version, the director's cut of that film is so much better. With that, all the... That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay, good. That's well, what I'm talking about. You can't get it anywhere. It's, that's not what they showed at the cinema. Though. It's not on any of the fucking streaming services uh, and you can't buy it on iTunes. You have to have the Blu-ray or the DVD of the extended version. It's not available to buy anywhere. It's okay. fucking insane. One you of the best race. films of all time. It's like... You have to raise the black flag to get it. Oh, that's it. Three billion human lives. What what date, Joe? What date did it happen in 97? August 29th. Yes. Did you look that up or you knew it? No. Okay, good. What did they call that day? Judgment Day. How great is the music? Oh, this is the same again. Um, yeah. yeah, me too. Brad, Brad, so good. Brad, 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 Fiedler. something. Fiedler, Fiedler. I actually prefer the the original soundtrack from the first one. Yeah, it's more raw. The second one is great, though, when they bring the music in with the more orchestral version, but the synthesizer version in the first one is more stirring and more scary. Did I tell you that used to scare Camille? She'd freak out and go hide. The first time we put Terminator he, he on... He made that. She heard... Um, it doesn't surprise At me. the end, because it sounds she like wolves out. howling. She went, <gasps> and ran and hid behind the couch and was like, oof, yep. oof, <laughs> oof, at the speakers. It was like... And he was... Making that like turning knobs and yeah. stuff like that, Ooh. playing with all the, the different sounds. It sounds like howling of a of a creature. It's Brett Vital. Isn't he like a rugby player? Fitler, <laughs> Brad Fitler, yeah. <laughs> he scored Terminator, one and two. He did the first one. I don't know if he did the second one. He got credit for writing the tune, but I don't know if they got him to do the music. He said, fuck this. I'm not doing films anymore. I'm going to become an NRL player. Who did he play for, Chris? You should know this. He played for the Penrith Panthers and then he played for the Easts, the Roosters. That's right. He was a classic um, Super League non like NRL versus Super League mascot and got given way more cre- he was a good player who they all pretended was great because he sided with the NRL and um, Packer over Murdoch <laughs> like the Johns brothers they were just these average like good players but they pretended they were the best players because they were the best players who decided to stay with the NRL Packer played those guys hey guys yeah Sorry, just going back to Terminator, I'm looking at the budget. So that was $100 million to make back in 91. And that was when it was released, right? So, you know, the late, the late 80s. 
would have taken a couple of years. To oh, I'd believe that because there's five hundred. There's so many practical effects in that. Those trucks driving off fucking lay off those bridges and all that shit. Yeah, the pra- I drove over that bridge by the way. The pra- that's what, crazy. When I went to when I was in LA yeah. in '97, the 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 driver yeah. who was taking us to the hotel from the airport was like, yeah, this is where they filmed Terminator yeah, 2. That's mad. Over this bridge. But think um, think about... 520 million. <clears throat> think about them blowing up, you know, when they cyberdyne, when they blow that up and all that shit and all the cop cars and all the machine yeah. guns. That's all real effects. Yep. That's not computer graphics. That's physical people have to be there and it looks incredible. The fucking helicopter flying under that bridge. All oh. the cop cars and stuff, yeah. The All of it. They blow yeah. up I everything. wonder how they did, like the cryo... As well, when the when the truck yeah yeah with the, into the um with the yeah nitrogen so good so good all that stuff was mental that's crazy what a be- what so a bar that set that film and very few films have come even half close since then so many films have been let down since Terminator Two <laughs> one hundred and seventy one days of filming oh yeah that's quick for what they did. thousand crew members so the an unprecedented hundred million dollar budget 3.5 times the cost of the average film and approximately 15 times the 6.4 million budget the Terminator had even Terminator was for its time was, was a big budget as well it was pretty the expensive. first Terminator though like Aliens was like under the radar slasher film sci-fi theme that became more than it was, you know, like the sequels elevated the originals, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Makes perfect look at sense. This, yep. Look at this idiot. What idiot? A film critic at the time. Writing for the time, Richard Corliss was far less pleased, stating that the film was a humongous visionary parable that intermittently enthralls and ultimately disappoints. T2 is a half-terrific movie, the wrong half. Leonard Malton gave the movie two and a half stars, stating that, like so many sequels, it lacks the freshness of the first film and gives us no one to root for. Are you kidding? Terminator 2? Yeah. Oh, yeah. These people don't know anything about movies. These people who write... Who do movie reviews are fucking idiots. Critics, yeah. Leonard Moulton. Such Clown. a good movie. But they famously give horrible scores to off to, to, to great films all the time and bad review and great reviews to bad films because they're paid to. Ridiculous. How long until Metroid comes out, Joe? Uh, I think middle of October. Did you see the new trailer? No, I haven't. New I overview trailer came out one day ago. Life. It looks insane. Oh, I'm very much looking forward to that. It looks so fucking nuts. Guys, yeah. I've um, I've got to get moving, man. All right, I'm me and Alpha are going to stay stuff. on and watch a movie. <laughs> Not this again. <laughs> what are you guys going to watch? Alf, what do you want to watch? What have we got? Alf, what do you want to watch? Watch Terminator yeah, what 2. Have we got? Watch Marvel's Terminator 2. Marvel's Punisher Season 2. 
No, I gotta go. I gotta go as well. Mother cat adopts baby squirrels. Huh. <laughs> All right, cool. Have you seen you know that, that cool dudes? Do you know that? Um, this morning I looked up on Facebook and I saw this. Uh, one of the posts that said um, that yesterday. Uh, you could get Paramount Plus on iPhone for five ninety nine for the whole year. It was it was an error. Really? It was an error that they made on the on the iPhone um, store. So you could sign up for like a free you know the free trial um, for their uh, yeah for the free trial for the and you then you go into the uh, the iPhone subscription page on your phone and then you could yeah. change it because yep. it has all the options you know all the different pricing options that you could get and one of them was 599 annual subscription and I so went to I went to honor those people that signed up I went to do it and Ooh. they had stopped it they'd caught on yeah was it meant to be 59.95 no, it's supposed to be uh, eight ninety nine, I think, a uh, a month. Yeah, eight ninety yeah. eight ninety nine. Yep. No, but I'm saying was the fit, was the five ninety nine for the year an accidental sixty dollars? It was accidental, year, I think, because it's a different region that they they set that up for a different region, but they opened it up to Australia as well. Because it but was why would they give like anyone in, in five dollars? Because different regions, you know, they, you know, maybe you're in Mexico, you're too poor to afford the full price in, you know, the full US. Or you know, it's Cuba or something. Who knows where it is? Because it was in Spanish. Oh, that's that's what I know. It said um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anual. Cool. But uh, the, the, like I, I saw this morning, there's still all right, guys. There's still an option for it for. Uh, you guys will keep going, yeah? No, no, no. We're gonna. Nah, this nah. One. Yep. You can still get a discount. All anyways. right. Yeah. Cool. Alright. I'm signing off. No, cool. no, we're all signing off. Ciao. Alright, see you next week. Bye, everybody. No worries. Bye. Bye.